This is Active Christianity's Living the Gospel podcast. Join us as we explore different aspects of the gospel according to the Bible and how we can put this into practice in daily life. Hi everyone and welcome to this episode. I'm Malenko and I'm sitting in the studio together with Eunice. Hello. Uh, Eunice, we both work at Active Christianity, the website, and there's lots and lots of articles there that have been written over the years. Uh, I'm just wondering what your favorite article is out of all of those. You're asking me a hard question here. Mm, it is. <laughs> it depends on when you ask me. <laughs> but I'd say right now, one of my favorite articles is actually a testimony written by Anna Risa, I think, years ago. The title is Godly Love, Is It a Feeling? And it's, it's my favorite article because it has really helped me. Well, the article talks about how she was wondering why she couldn't love somebody. Didn't have no loving feelings for that person, just like a friend. And then she found a solution or she found out what loving somebody in that way actually means. So I think that has helped me a lot. And actually, this is one of the biggest areas I can see I've been working with in 2019 and still am in 2020. I think in life, sometimes you kind of meet people that you just don't naturally feel like you love them right away. And I had been kind of struggling with this for a while to kind of like Anna and um, praying about it and wondering like, you know, what can I do? And then along the way, I realized that, hey, you know, you know the first thing I have to do is to cleanse, cleanse my thoughts to this person or these people that, you know, if I'm, if, I'm, if I'm kind of judging them or having some sort of negative, letting those negative feelings come, come in, then there's no way I can love them, first of all. And I, I remember someone once said something that like, you, you can be so pure that, that, you know, it shines like a mirror hmm. and that, that that can be something that you have in your youth time now. So that really has helped me over the years with regards to thinking about how pure my thoughts can be. Just not letting those negative thoughts, judging thoughts and come thoughts in. Thoughts of criticism or mm. jealousy or yeah. just irritation. Maybe? Sometimes it's just even just a feeling. Yeah. Like a little feeling of irritation and you don't know where it came from because obviously you're not like trying to be irritated it just kind of and it just seems like some people rub you up the wrong way you can't do anything about it right <laughs> yep <laughs> and then and then i also then i realized that like antipathy is is a thing it's it's um something that lies in my flesh and and i think i can say that um, by nature i'm kind of a strong person i don't naturally have sympathy to people that maybe they are more easily feel sorry for themselves or they don't naturally have confidence in themselves and I realized that it's something in me that I don't naturally feel sympathy for these people and then and that was something I realized that I can crush in my life and and so when I read this article it was in a way she writes it in a kind of a funny way because she had been working with these thoughts to cleansing them and then in the end she realized she she was pure she she knew she had pure thoughts didn't have negative thoughts to the others yeah but that worked with that but then the funny thing is that she still realized she didn't feel any love towards this person. And, and she kind of, in a way, pokes fun at herself. And then it kind of lets you realize, oh, that's, that's how I'm experiencing it too. Mm. But then she went and talked to an older Christian 
who had a lot of experience in life and he can and then he just says you know no you've got it all wrong you know the love that jesus is talking about is isn't a feeling it's just as much an action as all the other things he's telling us to do and then he mentions first corinthians 13 mm. you know that very well-known chapter about love yeah and uh, that is actually uh a real revelation, what love is. I don't think there's anything more written and sung and spoken about than love in the world. Uh, and of course, that's often a romantic love, but this love that that Paul describes in 1 Corinthians 13, that really is something else. It's all about action, right? Hmm. Um, we can maybe mention what it says there. Uh, 1 Corinthians 13, it says, Love suffers long and is kind, Love does not envy, love does not parade itself, is not puffed up, does not behave rudely, does not seek its own, is not provoked, thinks no evil, does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth, bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. So mm. there's a lot of things there, and it, it's all about doing something, right? It's action. Yeah, no, actually, none of none of the things you just mentioned is about a feeling. Actually, it's not feelings at all. It's doing, and and that's kind of also what that that older Christian said to Anna. He said, you know, if you're not if you're not envying someone, if you're kind to someone, and you're not behaving rudely to them, then it doesn't matter what your feelings tell you if you have any or not. You know, it says then you then he said you're obeying Jesus' command totally and completely. And then she realized, oh, I had gotten it all wrong. I was waiting for my, um, me to feel love before being kind to someone. And, and then she realized, actually, my doing these things is proof that I love them. And it's, it's a way that we can love everybody, no matter who they are, no matter how we feel about it, mm. because it's a choice we make. It's something that we actually carry out, something we do. We have control over it. <laughs> right. And our actions show that we love. Mm -hmm. And that's also what Jesus says this actually fits in really well. You can read it there from John 15, verses 12 to 14. Jesus says there, This is my commandment that you love one another. So it's actually a commandment Jesus gives us. It's something he says we have to do, right? It's a, not, not a feeling, but it's something we have to do. That you love one another as I have loved you. And here it comes. Greater love has no one than this, than to lay down one's life for his friends. You are my friends if you do whatever I command you. So he's saying, lay down your life for your friends. That's love. And you're my friends if you do what I command you. And this is, uh, this is where it lies. It's, it's doing something. If we love Jesus, we do what he commands us. And laying down our life, what that means is that I put aside all my own priorities, everything, egotism, everything that's about myself, and that's, if you think about it, all these negative things that come up, it's egotism. If I, if I feel irritated about someone, it's because I'm not happy about how the situation is for me, right? And that what I feel, that irritation, that's what Jesus means about my life. I have to lay that down. I have to find what's in myself. If I, if I feel this coldness towards another person, what's that? It's that I don't care enough. I have to find my life. I have to lay that down, as Jesus says. This is often used as an example when you think about, for example, fallen soldiers in a war. And then there's often a quote, no one has greater love than he lays down his life for his friends to show their 
great sacrifice that they're, they're willing to die for other people. And of course, that's a, that's a really good example. But in the daily life, I mean, it doesn't mean that I have to die physically, but what it means is my life, I have to give that all those negative things that come up, all that makes it difficult, my relationship to other people. It's all about my demands, my egotism, and I have to lay that down. And there's no greater love than this, that I put aside all my own needs and demands and so on, so that I can bless the others. Uh, and that is Jesus' commandment. And as, as we heard there, that's uh, when we fulfill 1 Corinthians 13, then we are completely fulfilling Jesus' commandment. Yeah, and, and I think everything in 1 Corinthians 13 can't be done without that dying and laying down like you talk about, hmm. like envy. I can't get over envy without putting away my own thoughts about me being better than that person, right. for example, right. or that I deserve more. Right. So I think this love that we're talking about here is quite different from romantic love, would you say? Like when I'm just thinking when I read in the Bible, it quite often mentions love, but not so much the love that is sung about in that way. No. Um, a romantic love, that is actually a feeling. That's right. something... You, you have this great enthusiasm for another person, uh, which is great. It's uh, really a, a real help. And when you've got, when you're in that position and you really want to only do good for the others, you only want to talk good about them, you only want to give them the best and want to be with them all the time, it's something you feel. But as we said before, First Corinthians 13 isn't about feelings. And this is where this other godly love in Greek, the word agape love is used. That's godly love. It's an unselfish love. It's a love that has got nothing to do with how I feel about things, but it's got to do with action mm -hmm. and, and doing the best for the others. And this is what we've been talking about from 1 Corinthians 13. Seeking others' best interests. Exactly. Not expecting anything in right. return. And that, that's there when I'm in love romantically, of course. Mm -hmm. But if that feeling goes away, what happens then? Do I become cold to that other person? Do I become harsh? We see that happens quite a bit in relationships when the first feelings go away. That's because it hasn't been, there hasn't been this underlying agape, godly love. And it, it doesn't only concern my partner, like my romantic partner, but everybody I've got to do with. This kind of love is unselfish. What we were saying before, that egotism, that I'm important, that gets put aside, I lay that down, and then I serve the others. And then I show that I love them. It's written at the, towards the end of First Corinthians 13 too, it says, Now abide faith, hope, love, these three, but the greatest of these is love. Mm. And it also says a little bit earlier in the chapter that if we don't have love, it profits us nothing. So why is it that the greatest of these is love? I'd say um, it's got to do with that, what we were talking about, that it's actually action, that you're actually doing something. And our faith and our hope is based on what we, what we look forward to, right? That we, we look forward to eternity. We're looking forward to life in heaven with Jesus. We've got faith that he will save us. But the love, that is the action. And that's actually the obedience to Jesus' commandments. As he says there in John, that we show that we love him. That's laying down our life for the others. It's action. And the action is actually what gives results. 
right? So you can also say that I act in love because of my faith. My faith drives me to love, but it is actually the love that is the action. And if we have a love for God, it's exactly the same. That drives us to serve Him, to please Him, to do what we can to, to show our love for Him. And if we love the others in that way, then we also lay down our life. So I think that's why it's also the greatest of all, because it actually is doing something. And it, uh, it affects everyone around me. It's not, not only myself, but the others around me get blessed through that. Mm. So it's, it's a real, um, it's what cements us together, builds us up, you know, in our families, in our relationships, people that we have to do, deal with, that, uh, that love that I show, that helps to build those relationships. And also my relationship to God in the same way and how he loved us how Jesus loved us. He, he laid down his life, like literally, and also he also did the same thing, that he came to serve us, and that's showing the love that he had for us. So um, there is nothing greater than that. Yeah, and the thing about that love is that it doesn't fade away. It, it, I think, it, if anything, it increases right. the more you pursue it. So I think this, I hope this episode has inspired us to pursue love, you know, not the f- love through feelings, but the love through action. So thank you for listening today. And uh, if you want to read that article on Active Christianity, it's by Anna Risa. Uh, you can search under the title, which is Godly Love, Is It a Feeling? Um, there's also a link in the episode notes, which you can click on. And we also have something very exciting that has been launched on our YouTube. And it's um, an animation series, Bible Quotes Explained. Right now, there's four episodes out. So we'll start with four, you know, Bible terms that are quite often asked about. We've done awesome animations for them. We've worked for probably almost a year now. Animating, illustrating, not me, of course, I can't draw, but, you know, an awesome team. So don't miss that. Head on to our YouTube channel to check out those videos. Yeah, right. And as you said, there's uh, four episodes out now. Uh, there's another four coming soon and we hope to make more in the future as well so go in and check them out I think you'll really like them but that's all we have for this week so thanks for now and uh, remember to tune in next week see you bye